0: Hello and welcome to episode 87 of the Football Index Club daily podcast. As always, I'm going to be talking about what's going on in the Football Index stock market today, covering the rises and fallers. But I'm also going to be talking about how there's often a paradigm shift within the context of Football Index. And I'm using this term paradigm shift. It's a term I've come across a few times before, but it's just come up in two different books, which I've been reading lately literally in the last 10 minutes. Um, So I switched from reading The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People to suddenly reading The Signal and The Noise literally within the last 10 minutes. And then in both books, the paradigm shift came up. And it got me thinking. Um, First of all, I thought it was a bit of a coincidence, really, that I came across that term twice in a row. Um, But it made me think, with Football Index, there often is a paradigm shift. And it is really interesting because say three months ago, I might look at a player and think, yes, they're great value and they're very likely to rise in price over the next few weeks. Maybe they're likely to rise in the future as well. And I may be really positive about a player, but then there can be a paradigm shift and suddenly that player looks completely unfavourable and I can't see any reasons for that player to increase in price anymore. And I think this is quite an important point to make because... It sort of suggests that we shouldn't necessarily value players in terms of um, looking into their statistics too much and over-analyzing whether they're going to return a certain amount of dividends because there can often be a paradigm shift and suddenly that player who at one point maybe looked terrific value and looked like a great hold, suddenly he is a player who the markets are maybe neglecting and they're not really interested in that player anymore. And I think there's one set of players which overall I would say there hasn't yet been a paradigm shift away from buying these players, which is quality young players who are likely to earn dividends throughout their career. And I think that's evident in Jaden Sancho's price continuing to rise and not really stopping um, because he is a player who's got the potential to earn dividends He looks great value. um, You could argue in terms of his price in relation to his potential to earn dividends. And he is young and has many reasons um, which would attract traders to buy him. But then... There's other players, so uh, Stefano Sensi, Miralyn Pjanic, those players were hovering around £3 mark after the dividend announcement and that was certainly one of these paradigm shifts which I talk about in which the whole market starts focusing on a certain set of players who are likely to earn matchday dividends in the short term and whether that player is value in relation to their dividend potential or not, they're, um, well, they're just sort of they're just so heavily focused on in the short term, based on them earning dividends in the short term, and um, really suiting the market trend or the current paradigm. And then suddenly that can shift, and then that player doesn't look great value anymore. So Stefano Sensi at two pounds, say prior to the dividend announcement, many traders were saying, "Oh, he's brilliant value, and um, he's a, you know he's really great, and he's going to earn plenty of dividends and whatnot." And then next thing you know, you could say they were right because he went up to about £2.90 at one point or he might have even hit £3. And then a few months later, yes, he got an injury and things didn't really go his way. But I still think the whole market shifted towards younger players who had other factors built into their price. So transfer speculation, um, being particularly young potential to earn media dividends and the whole sort of just market kind of shifted really. And I'd say even if uh, Stefano Sensi had have continued to earn match state dividends and played really well and didn't get an injury, I still don't think his price would have increased that much more. Um, so yeah, he's been held back. But I think it's really interesting how players are judged temporarily. temporarily based on how much they really suit the market. And that's not necessarily a good way to value players or make decisions on uh, players, really. And I think the best way to overall make decisions on players is just to focus on their value in relation to dividends um, over a longer period of time and thinking really far into the future. So focusing on young players, I just can't see how there's going to be a paradigm shift away from buying young quality players who actually have the potential to earn dividends and have shown that they have the potential to earn dividends either through high PB scores, really strong performances, which are leading to plenty of transfer links to really strong sides and so on. So I guess the point I'm trying to make here is be careful not to get caught up in a market trend or a certain paradigm as such um i think i'm using this phrase correctly hopefully i am and kind of focus on maybe longer term whether that player is still going to suit the market trend or just look good value in the future as well um Because that way, your bet is ultimately going to be a bit safer and you're not going to end up paying a higher price for players who um, really suits the current market. And I think Bruno Fernandes and Paul Pogba really suit the current paradigm, which is buying players with strong media potential because there's a lack of games. And I do hold both those players, but... I am a little bit worried in a way that once the paradigm shifts back to buying younger, um, well, not even younger, just players who are good value in relation to their price and their potential to earn matchday dividends, um, perhaps Bruno Fernandes and Pogba will drop in price. But I think we're still quite a few months away from that. Both players do have potential to earn matchday dividends, of course, but relative to their price um, I'm not sure how good value they are for earning match day dividends they're more built up on earning media dividends which the market is very focused on and I suppose you could say the same is true with Jaden Sancho once the market is less concerned about media dividends perhaps Sancho's price could drop but I really think that just depends on so many different factors such as what team he ends up playing for and as I've been saying in recent podcasts i still think there's growth in jayden sancho at the moment because there's so many reasons to buy him in the short term um but yeah i just want to share my thoughts on that uh hopefully i've made some kind of mistake i'm sure i probably could have worded this a little bit better but i'm sure i'll go over it on another day and maybe plan it out better um in the future when there's not uh, so much other sort of content i need to put out at the moment also i hope people did enjoy the blog yesterday i've actually got some really great feedback on that blog already uh, better feedback than usual just a few people messaging me saying uh, they really like that one and they um they've gone ahead and bought some of the players highlighted in yesterday's blog i have already noticed that quite a few of those players have rose a little bit in price already as well which is nice to see the market is really starting to take off again i mentioned this yesterday but Yeah, Jadon Sancho up 57p to £11.86. Mad rise there. He's going to earn media dividends again today. Ziek up 20p to £3.9. Ferrin Torres up 20p to £2.53. Ferrin Torres highlighted more than any other player on this site this year. Um, And last year, I think, altogether, he's been highlighted on the site five times, all the way up from around £1.20, then £1.30, then around £1.70. And just continue to highlight him on the side because he is a quality young player and we're really starting to see him gain transfer links now to Real Madrid, Barcelona and Liverpool have joined the race today according to the media. Um, Bruno Fernandes currently second in the media spots but he hasn't risen much so perhaps um, people have continued to list him as they are putting that money into Jadon Sancho it seems at the moment. And then other young quality players are really on the move. And Jaden Sancho's price rising so much has really led to a knock-on effect with other young quality talents rising. Foden up 18p, Mbappe up 14p, Bellingham up 14p, Reese James up 12p, Odegaard 11p, Lorenzo Pellegrini 11p as well. And then onto the decrease list, there really isn't much going on. Pogba's down 7p, Iqalos' dividends have dried up now, he's down 13p. And onto the squad list. There's not really too much happening, happening, but certainly more rises than we've seen over the last few weeks as more money is going into the market. I've noticed Locatelli's up another 3p. I highlighted him on the side. It's at 96p a week or two ago. Um, Kumbulla is up 3p. He's been gaining quite a few transfer links. And there's quite a few players up 3p, actually. Um, some good players there. And also, Maxime Lopez up 6p now to 80p. He was highlighted on the blog post yesterday at 74p. So a nice little rise there for him um, just after I highlighted him yesterday because he's gained links to Seville, Tottenham and West Ham. I think those links are quite tenuous, it seems. Um, I've not really found any solid transfer links, but... He has racked up a few media points, very unlikely to earn media dividends, I would say. But I think a move could be really good for him. And I was looking into him a bit yesterday, three goals and seven assists um, four seasons ago when he was just 18 in Liga Earn. And that suggests that he does have potential. It's maybe not quite worked out for him at Marseille. If he was to get a move, maybe he could really start living up to that potential, which he showed a few seasons ago. He has got over 100 appearances under his belt at the age of 22 as well, suggesting, um, well, he is he has basically got a lot of experience now. So I think he could do well if he was to move to a side where he was in a system which played well. It hasn't really come off for him at Marseille as he hasn't played so well there. And then Federico Valverde up 6p to £1.50 and Philip Krivinovic up 7p to 65p. I have absolutely whizzed through the rises and falls today. I am feeling very energetic today for some reason. Um, The sun's out. So, yeah, things are going a little bit better despite a few more cancellations. But, again, people cancelling their memberships but leaving really nice messages saying that they will probably be back and they have really enjoyed the site and found it really good value for money as well, um, which is great to hear. And I think it's just people maybe putting more money into the media players, they are a little bit harder to predict and so that makes my job a little bit more difficult although as I've said the players highlighted yesterday have mostly risen in price already and I'm sure I will continue to pick out some more gems over the next few weeks and months. So overall, my thoughts on the market then, um, young quality players continue to rise, I can't see that changing, I really can't see that um, changing, I don't think that will, I don't think we'll see a sort of paradigm shift there, I think if, Dividends, match day dividends go up again. Um, possibly we'll see some solid sort of PB as such players rise again. You know, your Marcel Sabitz's Robert Scoves, um, Joanne Jordan, Kalinoglu. They're just random players who have hit pretty decent PB scores in the past off the top of my head. I don't really know why I named them. There's literally hundreds of other players I could have just named. Um, But I just kind of mean more mid-age, you know, 24 to 28 strong PB contenders could possibly rise again um, if we saw matchday dividends increase. And I think there's often quite a lot of soft money in young players who actually have very little chance of earning matchday dividends. And when we do see dividends increase, that soft money does often come out of those players. So I don't think all young players will necessarily rise, but your young players who are likely to earn dividends and are likely to earn more dividends in the future, like Jadon Sancho, are likely to continue to rise in price as the platform is likely to grow and we are likely to see dividends increase in the future, which could result in some huge dividend yields, some huge returns in the future for play for traders buying into these young quality talents likely to earn match day and media dividends in the years to come. So anyway, that's it for today. Um, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this. Hope you've taken some sort of value from it. It's probably not been the best podcast as I've kind of just blurted out everything that's come into my mind today. Um, but hopefully it has been good. So that's it. If you do have any questions, if you want to hear me talk more about anything in particular, Then drop me a message on Twitter. I really do appreciate people dropping me a message saying they're listening to the podcast, saying they're enjoying the website. That is kind of what I live for at the minute. It really does make my day. So any sort of positive feedback at all, um, I love to hear it. And have a great rest of your day and weekend as well too.